0: from the sun. They're also preventing the living, growing things on this planet from getting ph- uh, photosynthesis. What they need to um, to generate life on this planet, right down to the soil in the earth and um, all the um, all the small uh, micro nutrients and microorganisms that make it all happen. So it's all interconnected in this plan that is about an AI takeover of life on this planet. It's to do with terraforming this planet into a much less carbon-based system. Hence why they're trying to ban carbon um, on this planet and why they're specifically targeting Europe and the United States. The Green New Deal, where they're happening is specifically the United States and Europe. And it has to do with a Western civilization takeover and uh, the destruction and genocide against those populations, as well as the replacement with docile and hostile populations. So on that point, I'll just throw a book out there. There was a book put out, I think, about 15 years ago by now, by Lee or Keith, and it was called The Vegetarian Myth. And it was all about basically just showing how, um, how livestock production it uses about half the energy of uh, mass monocropping. So it doesn't mean you can't be vegan vegetarian it means that when it comes to mass production and monsanto and glyphosate and gmos they want that to be what people are ingesting because it is literally dumbing us down it's destroying our genetics it's destroying our cellular integrity and poisoning us and making us a huge fodder for the big farmer big med industry To keep us ill our entire lives until we die, uh, you know, short (laughs) after living not as long as we should. And so if there's one thing you can do that's amazingly positive for you and the planet, it is health activism. It is eating well, eating organic, eating local, supporting your local farms, growing your own food. And when you look at um, organic farming, it takes much, much, much less um, uh, energy, fossil fuel energy than it does mass monocropping the car wouldn't give control back to him and he did another slam like we're seeing so often into these barriers off the exits now was this a controlled um kill we don't know uh, because they have the remote control capacity with all those patents we've talked about so many times connected to hillary clinton um serco the queen and the privy council all of that but this is who we're dealing with because these are all the same people in bed with PG&E, in bed with, um, with the, uh, the popes uh, putting out the big giant support for the Green New Deal. He is signing on pacts with imams in um, United Arab Emirates in Qatar. Uh, they are having a massive AI summit uh, coming soon. They want to unleash AI And they want to unleash it, really it is a demon-based system, folks. This is creating the simulation, um, make it harder and harder for us to live in our environment because of what all the technology, the EMFs do to our cellular integrity, our genetics, and the ability to use that technology to rewrite our genetics in real time, even through these devices, folks. They can literally create illnesses through uh, our laptop computers and um, affect us directly through our iPads, iPhones, uh, Androids, etc. And I think it's very interesting. I'm gonna okay. There's so much in it all It's all so interconnected, but we're seeing um, that this this collusion between the AI folks very much has to do with the Jesuit-run deep state, uh, the Pope, the Vatican. All of the deep state uh, brotherhoods and this push through the Arab super state, Saudi Arabia, um, United Arab Emirates for this AI summit that is supposed to create um, by 2020 a basically robot run uh, army. And we already saw yesterday I talked about the slaughter bots coming out of China. Well, this is what it's supposed to be, where you have AI controlled autonomous robots that will be the ones that come and arrive and knock on your door and insist that they implant you with the chip or else they'll have autonomous ability to, um, to murder you, literally. And we know that Eric Schmidt's been working on this. Uh, he worked on it in North Korea and in China. And uh, so Google very much involved. Google's now running all of Australia. Huge thing to do with Five Eyes in Australia and the, um, that massive base in the outback in Australia where a lot of these things go down and are hugely connected to ritual abuse, human trafficking. And so let's circle back in with that to El Chapo. So, El Chapo got the got the major convictions yesterday. It was announced by um, DA Donahue at a Brooklyn District Court that basically he's guilty on all counts, and um, and he, sorry, and he. Uh, you know, life in prison, this is not appealable. He will never see the light of day. This it cannot be changed no matter what. La, 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 They were very clear to say, you can't change this verdict. This guy's going down for the rest of his life. And they made this show of him looking shocked and his wife looking shocked. I mean, El Chapo, this guy who's murdered thousands and thousands of people. Uh, there's, what, like 250,000 murders in Mexico over the last decade. Um, drug-related... Uh, Cartel related murders, and um, why is he getting to live? And that made me think that um, this is because maybe he is actually going to witness protection instead of this. I mean, he's probably going to some club fed, and he might go the way of Whitey Bulger, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens to El Chapo. So basically, you know, we know he was guilty of raping, uh, you know, girls, drugging and raping young girls, um, the whole nine yards on top of mass slaughter of people, um, you know, massive money laundering, massive um, uh, trafficking, drug trafficking, human trafficking, uh, weapons trafficking. And this is all, of course, to do with the southern border and everything we're dealing with. And I've talked before about how this has to do with So much to do with the California cabal and the really the deep state cabal that runs along the southern border and, you know, up and down the the East Coast as well. However, there is a concentrated situation in California that where you see the union between the high tech Silicon Valley uh, cabal, the uh, politicians along the, the West Coast. Pushing Agenda 21, pushing this connection of human control, while also pushing for no borders, no walls, no USA, and that this is about um, bringing in a docile population, allowing there to be massive trafficking, and that's why El Chapo was actually taken out in the first place was because they wanted a, uh, a you know a bigger, better, free access to uh, massive amounts more trafficking, not controlled by him. Now he's been replaced by somebody called El Mayo, I believe, in his cartel. Uh, but that's where um, we saw ms thirteen becoming hugely interconnected with um, with democratic connected uh, unions, um, this this uh, thugs for hire, thugs for murder. Um, they became sort of the strong um, marfious, mafia style for a lot of the wet works of these um, uh, bought-off politician, um, uh, deep state-run narco um, state, and so so El Chapo. It, we, it was clearly part of his what he was found guilty of was paying off uh, the former, the former. Uh, the former president of Mexico, Nieto, Enrique Nieto, a hundred million dollars, okay? And this came out clearly in the, um, in the trial. And what we might also point out is that this is all happening at the same time as the Nexium trial happening. And these players are all interconnected when we see the relationship between HSBC Bank, okay, which is El Chapo's bank, HSBC, which is also the bank of choice of, you know, the Clinton Foundation, Clinton Global Initiative, um, all the fraud to do with James Comey, Eric Holder, uh, you know, the Fast and Furious, Barack Obama, um, everything that happened with HSBC Bank, and so $100 million gets laundered to Nieto, but Salinas, okay, his son, um, Salinas back, he was president back from 1988 to 94, and that's really when el chapo was um you know taking off i mean he'd already been going a good decade by then but that's where they basically teamed up with el chapo the deep state narco state and he they're like you'll pay us and we'll you will we'll not only let you do what you're what you're doing we're going to help you we want this whole coalition of human trafficking drug trafficking satanic ritual abuse because that's another thing people need to understand mexico is a massive bed of satanic ritual abuse and murder i remember even joan baez came out i think in the late 90s talking about being a survivor of ritual abuse in as a child in mexico so many people and there's a huge connection between hollywood the music industry ritual abuse uh, it goes on and on, and that's why we see all the Illuminati satanic ritual abuse happening, coming out through the Grammys, uh, you know, the Jay-Z uh, situation, all of that with Marina Abramovic and all that, and we'll go on and on, but getting back to the thing at hand. So, so Salinas is president 88 to 94, and his son ends up being the number two um, in the Nexium cult, uh, the Nexium sex slavery operation based in Mexico. So we have them trafficking tons of girls up through up into the United States. We definitely know up through the East Coast into New York State. And um, right now, as El Chapo is found guilty, we have the most recent hearing um, happen also in New York District Court, where we had on the sixth. So El Chapo's convicted yesterday. Um, On the 6th, we had uh, uh, another—let me make the point I was going to make. The point I was going to make was that if he paid Nieto $100 million very recently, we can know that he's been paying the presidents $100 million plus whatever whatever, all the money they don't find, Um, although HSBC, it's like a money laundering ATM. that they he's been playing off all these presidents, all these politicians, very connected to the hundreds and hundreds of Mexican politicians uh, murdered in the last few years, and deep state connections, and also um, that that's to do with our politicians, folks, that these cartels are paying off our politicians, whether it's in Bitcoin, offshore accounts, uh, all of these ways, and of course, as I've said before, HSBC. So, Salinas's son, he is a Me- down south in, in Mexico. He, uh, you know, we have Alice and Matt connected to him, and we have, of course, this, this hearing that happened the other day. It was nothing, it was, it was a nothing hearing, but it was very interesting. They hauled them all into court. I mean, there's only five. There should be dozens and dozens and dozens. Keith Ranieri, the head, guy who can even believe it because he's such a nobody and then allison mack um nancy salzman allison Mack's the b grade actress from from hollywood nancy salzman is kind of what they call her the prelate or she's the person in charge of every all the programs and stuff plus all the real estate fraud that they were doing and then her daughter seems to not be in the picture anymore i thought that she was going to be on trial but it looks like not and then um, and then we also had uh, Kathy Russell, the bookkeeper, and Claire Bronfman. And the Frank Report, um, Frank Parlato, who's done a lot of the heavy lifting with reporting on Nexium, he put out an article about it, said it was uh, what should have been five minutes, ended up being like 35 minutes. They have tons and tons of, of attorneys. It's totally ridiculous. And um, that basically Ranieri looked bad. <laughs> he was looking bad. He described him as chubby and frizzy and puppy. and we know oh, that no. he literally had been without electricity and wastewater for a few days. There had been some strange thing with his his cell or wherever he's being kept. Nancy Salzman was looking totally broken, worn out, worried. Allison Mack looked oddly happy. We don't know if it's because of the deals she's made, uh, the connections she's been able to give. What they found out, because I believe that all these interconnections between El Chapo. Nexium and etc. was very connected to what happened in LA with the military operation there a few days ago because it turns out that Allison Max and Keith Ranieri's attorney is the guy that owns the Guatemalan Cultural Center that was raided in LA uh, three days ago. And so before we go there, let's just cover it. it looked like Kathy Russell at this arraignment looked very good, solid, and good, fair. So I always take that to mean they've made a deal. <laughs> they're, they're feeling okay because they made a deal. Claire Bronfman looked like super, super real thin and made no eye contact with anybody. Definitely seems like she's in a bad way. We know her connections go super deep in the Bronfmans, whether it's to do with Libya, uh, the connections with the Clinton Foundation, the Clintons themselves. Um, Very, very deep stuff there. So these people are giving up the goods and I believe it is connected, it makes a lot of sense that it would be, to what just happened in LA with the raids. And this all comes as Adam Schiff is trying to stay above ground, shifting sands, right? He's trying to stay above ground as the Mueller probe closes, showing no collusion, and him wanting to launch a new investigation basically not trusting a $35 million investigation that um, was championed by his own people. But in his backyard in LA, right down the street from the standard hotel, we have Thomas Girardi, the defense attorneys for Mac and Ronier. I'm not sure if he's, I think he's also Salzman's attorney and there's, they have multiple attorneys, but he is in the picture. He's a 77-year-old guy um, defending the Nexium defenders, and interestingly enough, he had defended Aaron Brokovich back in the day. And I wanted to put up a kudos to Red Pill 78. He did an excellent um, video. I'll link it below um, regarding the uh, the goings on um, with video footage of what happened on Wilshire Boulevard the other day. So Thomas Girardi owns the building. Um, and it is the, uh, the Guatemalan culture, Cultural and Art Center, which was meant to be demolished next month. And interestingly enough, what Red Pill 78 breaks down is that it looks like this was a highly specialized operation to remove something from that building. Because, like I said, so his so Girardi's law offices are across the street. This all happened three nights ago. There was a military exercise in Long Beach, okay? Where, by the way, there was, coincident, a, also a massive um, bust of, um, what was it, 1.7 tons of methamphetamines and other drugs. But, but there was a military exercise in Long Beach. Okay, that's not downtown L.A. Downtown L.A. is where the actual military operation happened. There were black Hawk, Blackhawk helicopters. Um, very, very special ops folks um, on the ground, at least 11 people, men, that were um, entered this building, blew out the windows, there's pictures of the boarded up windows, went in there, removed something, and there's video footage of a very large something being removed, and then there's footage after of hazmat cleanup, and the folks were wearing special uniforms, hazmat uniforms, but when they went in and took out this package, um, the word that, that this guy's saying is that this was organized by a very elite team, very much to do with the Trump team, that it came out of the organization of the Space Force, that because the Space Force isn't yet recognized as a fifth branch of the um, armed forces, it is able to do organizations of special operations in a different bureaucratic way um, militarily. And that these were uh, very highly um, loyal uh, special ops team that also had been highly decorated already, uh, and were removing what they believe is a contagion, and what was meant to be released during the um, during the during the uh, demolition of the building scheduled for next month, and that this was their uh, insurance plan, what is called Plan Z or their apocalypse plan. The whole uh, subway runs underneath that building. We have Wells Fargo who experienced those massive outages the last two weeks in a row, two weekends in a row. We'll see what happens this Friday. Um, And massive criminality to do with Wells Fargo. And then of course Standard Hotel just down at the other end there, um, very close proximity. All of this within one area. And of course, there's been a lot of talk of what has gone on with body disposal at the Standard Hotel. Adam Schiff hugely related to a suspicious helicopter crash that murdered several people that were involved in um, special parties at the Standard Hotel. Uh, Ed Buck recently um, arrested again for the second time for murder of a young black man prostitute dying of drug overdose, Long Beach, huge bust of methamphetamines at the port. Now it comes up in the queue um, information over and over about how important Long Beach port is. And of course, this is Kamala Harris, uh, territory connected. This is, uh, think of her as attorney general of California. Think of uh, Adam Schiff as the, um, uh, that's his district. And of course, think of Chow and McConnell Chao, who is a transportation secretary, long, long history down to back to George H.W. Bush, where she was she was uh, director. She was uh, secretary for labor back then. And but her parents own massive Chinese ports. They build ports. She's from Taiwan, but her parents um, own huge shipping and port building operations out of China. Okay, so we have El Chapo. He's the first cartel to bring Chinese fentanyl laced uh, heroin into the country to start importing that. This all is interconnected, folks, and this is the big breakdown of what is happening. This is what's happening. It is the takedown of this massive layer of literal evil that these people are relying for making giant, giant, enormous amounts of money based on death and destruction and poison. And then they smiley face it around by saying, now we're going to have a green new deal. We're all going to live on air. Not real air, (laughs) not real air. That's too much. (laughs) You can't exhale. We won't do that. No, we're going to live on, I don't know, dreams, basically, uh, lies, um, uh, not living long is the point of the Green New Deal. So it literally is a high tech um genocide program with a green smiley face. And I'm not gonna hop there yet. I wanna round back to the Green New Deal at the end of this because, because I wanna start I wanna say just a few more things about HSBC Bank. So it came out in the trials that, you know, Ch- exactly. El Chapo and in HSBC go way back. Okay? We also have the Clinton Foundation the Clinton Initiative hugely interlaced with everything that happened at HSBC. Now, that's when James Comey was taken out of his uh, Connecticut hedge fund and made to go into def- work defending um, these people at HSBC. He was, he was put into HSBC for a while to do damage control around all this, and he was awarded the FBI uh, directorship for job well done because then we had Eric Holder, as AG, say, no, we shouldn't seize those assets from HSBC. we just slap on the wrist. They're too big to jail, too big to fail. Uh, you know, who cares that it was just a giant money laundering ATM? No problem there. And, of course, Eric Holder's in a deep uh, deep pit of doo-doo right now. But <laughs> on top of that, I bring know. it in even more current yes, yes. and keep moving forward, and you get Preda Bonsal, who worked for... Eric Holder's law firm uh, before she then went to HSBC to work in their legal department to deal with the fraud claims, okay? Uh, this is what's happening, and then Preeta Bansal goes into the Obama administration in several uh, kind of amorphous committees, and then and one, of, one of the things she was charged with charged with meaning what she was meant to do as her duties for a Barack Obama in his second term prior, coming into his second term, was to find thousands of Asian and uh, Muslim. And so by Asian, they mostly mean Muslim, folks. That's mostly what they mean. They say Asian, and you think Chinese, and you think all this, and it's like, no, they mean Muslim. That's the new term for Muslim. Find um, a gazillion Muslims who will be... um, who can be put in office, okay, and they're the ones that brought us this giant wave of Muslims into um, uh, city councils, um, the DOJ, uh, the FBI, the, um, uh, the um, attorney generals, um, you know, our most recent uh, midterm elections, these people were handpicked and and were were groomed for these positions. And Prita Bonsal was the person who was charged with finding them and getting them ready to be groomed and, and brought forward. And so, again, this is not about being Muslim, okay? This is about the fact that they are wanting to de-Westernize the United States and create Um, Well, it is is about spreading a caliphate. You can't, I mean, if you're Muslim, you have to believe in Sharia law. That is, that's that's hand in glove there. So, however, I'm not trying to demonize every Muslim on the planet. I am trying to say this was a concerted effort by the Obama administration in concert with um, the deep state cabal, the Hillary Clinton um, whole group that was trying to do this replacement migration. They did it in Europe. The Yellow Vests recognize it now. They're doing it here with a South American population. And it is basically to bring in tons of people who will be both docile and hostile. And it is to um, uh, destroy Western civilization because of its um, massive ability to, for one, have a constitutional republic and have um, really the most advanced political systems in the world that give the people the most rights and the most, uh, life, uh, freedoms. So carrying on from there, that's HSBC. I want to circle back here. Nikki Minaj had to make a guest appearance posing like Alistair Crowley
1: on the low, but you're too busy looking at her body. You don't think straight. Now America's always portrayed as an old woman ready to go or promiscuous woman can't keep still or a woman travail ready to give birth. And usually mm-hmm. How they portray it, the woman dies and the baby's born. You follow me, America? The woman dies and the baby's born. Queen of Heaven dress up. These are all the various names of Semiramis, Tammuz, and Nimrod. Doesn't change. Different name, same Queen of Heaven, same demonic ceremony. And that's why you see the consistent flow of outfits at these galas. It's the same, they wear the same stuff. Go to, oh my God. Woo! We're gonna get that lace front, baby. Now, that picture actually is a little deeper than most. know. for those who understand the gene pool and, you know, all that stuff. Um, Holly, this lady dressed like Ishtar Ananya. It doesn't change. All right. Sisters dressed like a Ananya. So you're on the wrong team, baby. Y'all about to lose. That's why they love twins. It's a gala event. Gala twins. And this dude right here is on every drug they sell down the street. He got to be to make that bad decision. He, he, he has, he's high right now. Okay, anyway. Those relationships are set up anyway. J Lo goes to Brotown. All right, and I'll break that relationship down in a minute. All right. I didn't, I didn't move when they showed J Lo doing Motown. I get it. J Lo did a lot of ceremonies this year as far as CERNs and Stargates, and nobody caught it. It wasn't about her doing Motown. They wanted her for that particular event. Blue, black, gray represent Zionist Israel. Look for the people at the event wearing blue, black, and gray. That's what you need to watch. That's the agenda. Those are the people that are going to make things shape. All right. The first thing that strikes anyone familiar with Sephardic history is both Rodriguez and Lopez are the two of the most well known names for the descendants of forcibly converted Spanish and Portuguese Jews. All right. Come on now. Think about the swarthy uh, Portuguese Jews, the black Jews. All Israelite diaspora must understand. All right. But Sephardic, that's not really, you know, that's a whole nother game. All right. Here's a list of all the names of the, as I like to say. The locals who were here first, huh? The tribal brothers. And here's a list of the Jewish control over American slavery Judah, all right? And a few of his brothers. Look, it's the same people.
2: Wait, he just totally uh-huh. brushed on by. It all says right? Hernandez means son of Hernan. Hernan Cortez was the conquistador of what is now Mexico. Garcia is a vast last name meaning young or young warrior. Lopez means son of Lope. Martinez means son of Martin. Rodriguez means son of Rodrigo. Gonzalez means son of Gonzalo. Perez means son of Pedro. Sanchez means son of Sancho. Gomez, son of Gome, and Flores means flowers.
1: Sephardic, that's not really huh? the tribal brothers. And here's a list of the Jewish control over wow. American slavery. Judah, all right, and a few of his brothers. Look, it's the same people. They just came a couple hundred, a hundred years earlier and did it to the other tribes. Look at all these names. You think these are black names, African-American names? These are Jewish names for the most part, man. They do the same thing.
2: Campbell, oh God, Simmons, Sanders, Henderson, Collins, Cooper, Watson, Butler, Alexander, Bryant, Nelson, Morris, Barnes, Jordan, Reed, Woods, Dixon, Roberts, Gray, Phillips, Griffin, Baker, Powell. Bailey, Ford, Holmes, Banks, Daniels, Ross, Rogers, Perry, Foster, Patterson, Hunter, Owens, Grant, Marshall, Henry, Morgan, Price, Wallace, Ward, Hayes, Boyd, Freeman, Graham, Hamilton, Franklin, Hawkins, Gordon, Sim, Harrison, Ellis, Kelly. Wow, I thought those were like Welsh or English. I so did they're just not trying to cause division names. between
1: us and our brothers. Whether she's a, a Israelite or not. It still carries the energy. Jewish merchants played a major role in the slave trade. In fact, in all the American colonies, whether French, British, or Dutch, Jewish merchants frequently dominated. All right? Wherever there was uh, slavery, Jews dominate. And there it is in picture. Wherever there's slavery, Jews dominate. All right? This ain't hate speech. This true speech. They own the NBA, the NFL. They own entertainment. You're a slave. You ain't cutting no checks. Watch out for people in black. Watch out for the people in black okay Drake okay whatever man these are the culture vultures that's why the stage was blue when he went up there alright that's why it was blue and that's why he had all black they speak through colors okay now you want to know who to watch out for your own people to get you too that's why she flicking them fingers she about that money you can always tell the new initiates, those who want to come up or do whatever it takes. You got to dress like them. You're the avatar. Masonic rituals. Why
2: are his pants so short?
1: I don't see any black masons at that event. <laughs> Let that sink in. That's a, 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 a huge event. That's why you see all the duality in these shows. Circle and square, right? It is what it is, man. You got to go all in. You got you to gotta sell out. And we know who's in charge of it. They don't hide it. We know what they're benefiting off of. you know who the resources belong to and who take them. We know who took some of the slaves. We know who made a lot of money off the slave trade. So why would we join an organization? Not necessarily six six six. That's portal, all right. You're volunteering your body and your spirit to be a vessel, a portal. Okay. That's why quantum math and Freemasonry go hand in hand. The 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 entire objective of Stargate is to allow spirits to come through without. Um, avatars. They're tired of using people. They want to come through. Okay. CERNs. Look at the Stargate symbolism. All right. Stargate. 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 Not 666. Not devil horns. Okay. Well, we can say that too, but uh, let's go over these color codes. All right. Same colors apply.
2: So pink and black equals CERN. Black yellow equals panther beast. Blue yellow leopard beast. Red black green, blue, purple, lavender is Illuminati, rainbow equals new world order, black and red equal esoteric ceremony ritual.
1: In situations, you can take that makeshift list I gave you and apply it whenever you feel like it, all right? Blue and yellow, black and yellow, look at look at the beast, black and yellow. All right. Sometimes it's blue and yellow. For the most part, it's black and yellow. It was the same patterns at the Super Bowl. They're beating it into your head. All right. Not watching it won't change it because you're not going to get what's going on. You've got to watch prophecy. When you see black and red. whether it's the Kennedy assassination. Eyes wide shut. Hey, it's a psyop. <laughs> They're messing with your head, man. All right. But you see that pink and black? It's a stargate ceremony, like I told you. Right. And that's why you saw the CERNs. On the stage with J-Lo. And I was like, you guys are looking at the wrong thing. I don't give a damn about what she's singing. Most of these singers can't sing or dance. All right? That that, that generation's coming on. All right? Now look at these um, Japan animations up there. All right? All the rainbow. You got Kelsey, uh, I'm sorry, Casey the Muskrat performs Rainbow. Oh, God, okay? I didn't. The fireworks have arrived. All right? When I seen this picture right here, it's a wrap, America. She was dressed like the teacher in iPad Goat which is a rendition of the teacher from the 9-11 classroom that read the book with George Bush, Plane Must Hit Still. Remember that?
2: Change all the trees of life, law via new world order, control thinking via microchips, oh, shit, sorry. Change all the trees of life, law via new world order, control thinking via microchips, redefine sex via androgyny and baphomet, Change reality via CERNs and portals. Destroy the planet via war. Alter the celestial body constellations. Replace the children of Israel via the 1948 Israeli state. And lastly, give the 12 tri- tribes, children of Israel, a false messiah. Well, I still don't get why, they, why this Change is,
1: all the trees of life. Why are
0: they doing it?
2: And this is what a lot of
1: people fail to realize. Destroy the planet via war or destroy America. That's part of the tree of life. You got to destroy the planet. And that's why young Thug showed up in them colors. Let me break it down to you real quick. You see the scarf in his pocket, the beast print, the leopard, gorgeous to look at, but a killer. All right. That's what Kanye and Future was dressed like that. The red, the yellow, and the black because it's nuclear war. So when I saw that, I was like, whoa. And the guy in black lets you know who's going to do it because I gave you the code on people in black already. They're going to pull it. and They think it's a game. And that's what that relationship stands for—the marriage of the beast to Zionist Israel. The man of sin is going to marry. And look at the uh, bumblebee tattoo in his neck. He's property. He's property. Okay. So they love doing the concerts with the beast and the um, the beast and the EU. Okay. That's nothing new. Why important about February and March? The name March comes from. March the first month of the earliest Roman calendar. It was named after Mars the Roman god of war Okay, so whenever you're dealing with March that ram coming in that war March you're dealing with war And that's why you seen all these ceremonies back-to-back All right, there's Lady Gaga wearing what black and gray She represents the dragon she gave you the colors of who's gonna do it once again The dragon's gonna come in China and Russia the dragon. okay Putin needs to hit that gym. Looked like he'd been breastfeeding polar bears up in Russia. No, he didn't. Rituals required. All rituals require. You need a pre-celebration of blood sacrifice and post-celebration of the victim to properly carry it out. All right? Lupercalia was an ancient, possibly pre-Roman, pastoral annual festival. That's what February and all these festivals and events and these war shows are about. All right? Februaryus eventually it became, was named after an instrument of purification called February, which gave february, or februarius, its name. So we're in a month of festivals, kind of, sort of. They celebrate in the war before we go there. And the women uh, would observe it, or the men of Rome would observe it by sacrificing goats, dogs, offering cakes, Israelites, remember that, Jeremiah, fertility rites, uh, to help usher it in, right? And of course, Valentine's Day was Nimrod, okay? Sir Nuno's. CERN versus Ishtar. All start from the book. Okay, I don't
2: know. I don't know. Do what y'all will with that. Oh no. Oh no. I can't believe I said that. Hi, Barbara Colgren here. I mean, I don't know. So, everybody knows
3: it, but people are just, I don't
2: know. People
3: just, I have some very important stuff to share with you we're going to be talking about all of the training drills that took place in Los Angeles recently and then I'm going to share something else that happened with you nationwide that coincided with this. Because while the mainstream has everyone distracted with the Grammys and with Drake, meanwhile your army is conducting training in Los Angeles in the Long Beach area and this was all throughout last week and truthfully folks it would not surprise me if they're also doing it this week and if they're continuously doing this all throughout the nation behind closed doors. And what are they training for? Well, you're about to find out and pay careful attention how this is the talk. Army because this report from KTLA LA says military aircraft continued zipping around the greater L.A. area and this was this is last week as U.S. Army Special Operations Team carry out the second day of urban training exercises, officials said. The training began last Monday and is scheduled to continue so it was all throughout last week that LAPD said in a written statement statement. The Black Hawk helicopters and other military machines made their way throughout the L.A. area at low altitude and that's something else that many residents reported how they were at very low altitudes. Some residents also reported hearing explosions and other loud noises. Quote, residents may hear sounds associated with the training including aircraft and weapon simulations. Citizens in close proximity to the areas where the training will take place will be notified prior Prior to the training and this is according to a statement the army is coordinating its activities with local county and state officials as well as private property owners now pay very careful attention to that because when i show you the footage you'll know exactly what they're really getting ready for Now also, note the timing of all this because that's what we do on this channel a whole lot is the timing of all this. Is this a surprise or a coincidence considering this is coming right after the record-long government shutdown in America? And by the way, they're still going to decide on the 15th, so in a few days from now, whether or not the government's going to shut down again or whether or not a national emergency is going to be declared in America. Either way, we're going to be keeping you updated as it gets closer but not only that along with the polar vortex and just recently there's even been reports of snow in hawaii do you see what's really going on and what time it really is no but now we're going to show you some of the footage
4: according to the lapd it's all part of a u.s army training exercise to teach soldiers skills and how to operate in an urban environment to teach soldiers skills and how to operate in an urban environment the department said residents could hear weapon simulations Officials say the local terrain in Los Angeles provides the Army with unique locations and environments that service members may encounter when deployed overseas. But some people here feel they should have been warned about this. But some people here feel they should have been warned about this.
3: Now, we talked about this in our report from Geostorm that we covered, the movie. Do you see how they're putting the truth right in front of you? And we also gone over it and we noted it that what? Deploying the UN in the middle of the winter with record cold weather. What does that sound like? Didn't America just experience a recent polar vortex? And then literally a week after the polar vortex, this takes place in Los Angeles. But that's not the only thing that took place. Because at the same precise time, this also took place nationwide and we've gone over this before, but once again, pay careful attention because it says what Wells Fargo customers are having trouble accessing ATMs, credit cards and online accounts. Smoke at a Wells Fargo server farm caused the nationwide banking outage. Now, again, pay careful attention to what to the timing of all of this, because when did it take place? Is it more testing and preparation? What are they getting ready for? And not only that, but folks, it also could have affected other banks and other accounts as well. This report right here says that Wells Fargo customers have been unable to access their accounts and, in some cases, haven't received scheduled direct deposits because of a power outage on Thursday. So, this was as of last week. That continued when into Friday morning. So, barely three days ago. Do you see the issue with this? Anytime you see this when it comes to banking or outages, you know that those are what? Red flags. It's time to see the warning signs ahead of time because as we've gone over countless of times on this network when it comes to what the x-files season 10 season premiere what do they tell you it will likely occur on a friday what are they getting ready for And what else just so happened to occur on the same exact date on a Friday going into the weekend? Well, there was the first government shutdown that took place in December of 2018, not to mention this upcoming one with February 15 that we will keep you updated on. It sounds like more testing, more preparation to me. And as we've gone over back in 2016, this has to do with what? Bail-ins. Because if you're not able to get your money out of the bank, if you're not able to get your money out of the ATMs, what do you think is going to happen? If the bank shut down permanently all over the nation, what do you think that's going to lead to? Now, according to this report from data center knowledge, it even says here that customers also appear to have trouble using their Wells Fargo credit and debit cards and the company's ATMs. Some couldn't see transactions, balances, and payroll deposits in online banking and ATMs as of three days ago now of course some people and the sleeping public are more than likely going to say oh it was just a glitch and oh nothing to it oh it happens all the time oh no big deal oh nothing to see here i'm telling you folks everything is strategic everything happens for a reason your government and all your elite illuminati they are slowly but surely preparing for the shutdown of america when it takes place And they're not the only ones because even this happened too in the UK because recently Lloyd's online banking was also down and the bank had to apologize following a major outage also because customers have been unable to log into their accounts since yesterday evening. So what is this telling you? Because it also took place in the UK too the same time as Wells Fargo in the US. Are you noticing a pattern? Again, we cannot be ignorant of the enemy's devices. It's important to see these things ahead of time and to prepare spiritually and accordingly because we also talked about and went over what. This sounds very similar to the Jade Helm drills that took place as of the summer of 2015, which was a challenging eight-week joint military and interagency unconventional warfare exercise that was conducted throughout Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Nevada, utah and colorado it was the u.s special operations command or ussocom that was sponsored exercise to what they call improve the special operations forces uw capability as part of the national security strategy that was run as of the summer of 2015 and of course since then now that we're in what 2019 we know that they've been preparing and getting ready for even more things as well What exactly are they getting ready for? Because anytime you see that, of course they're going to pacify the sleeping public and tell them, oh, it's all right. Oh, nothing to see here. Oh, just go about your day. Go about your day watching the Grammys. Go about your day watching the Super Bowl. Go about your day doing whatever as if nothing's actually happening and taking place behind closed doors. While meanwhile, your elite Illuminati are hiding behind closed doors, hiding in deep underground military bases and doing other disgusting demonic rituals behind closed doors, just like they did for the Grammys, but what are they really trying to do? What is all of this leading up to? Not to mention the Civilian Inmate Labor Program that was published by your Army, which gives guidance for the establishment and managing of the Civilian Inmate Labor Program on Army grounds, addressing record keeping and incident reporting for their detainees and prison camps. Sounds like what? Martial law. Exactly those enclaves and shelters that FEMA will be turning them into. What? Just like the DUMS program, the Deep Underground Military Bases Program. And we cannot forget about the document that your army compiled back in 2010, also known as FM3-39.40 Internment Resettlement, where each chapter discusses internment resettlement options and where to take detainees as they call them and hold them in resettlement facilities. And they also talk about things such as screening, psyops, even staffing, riot control measures, and the use of biometrics. There's even appendixes that talk more about this because it's a 326 page report, including appendix J, which shows the types of designs of these facilities, sustainment, and they outline through all along with appendix k that even talks about psyops or psychological operations that are to be used within the unit to help quote maintain order within the facility what does that sound like mind control in these fusion centers that's why they need to know every single thing about you But there are a few more things that I would like to touch up on the Civilian Inmate Labor Program document. This is the document that comes from the Army. It was the one before the FM 3.39-40. Now, I've gone over it in previous videos, but I wanted to touch up on it again because it's so very important that you all see this with both your eyes open as proof to what your Army is doing. Because wasn't it your Army that was conducting those exercises? And remember how the video told you that what they're operating in urban environments. What does that sound like? Martial law. Because if you take a look at this on page six, now the document itself is 34 pages long. We're on page six or one dash five that says civilian inmate labor programs. Civilian inmate labor programs benefit both the army and correction systems by one providing a source of labor at no direct labor cost to army installations to accomplish tasks that would not be possible otherwise due to the manning and funding constraints under which the army operates, providing meaningful work for inmates and in some cases additional space to alleviate overcrowding in nearby corrections facilities making cost effective use of buildings and land not otherwise being used like what abandoned railways and abandoned mall ways as we've also gone over before and other things right here that you can read on your own time because this will be linked in the description box below. Now, again, with documents like this, you have to read between the lines because, of course, they're going to tell you, oh, no, they're not really for certain people. But really, deep down, who are these documents and who is this stuff really talking about? Anybody who's against their new world order, anybody who does not agree with what your government is saying, anybody who does not agree with their draconian laws. That's why they're constantly spying on you, taking note of everything you're doing, taking note of everything that you're spending, taking note of your spending habits and shopping habits to see if you're going to be compliant to the government and to see if you're going to be compliant and go to a FEMA camp aka these shelters because that's how they're going to disguise them as but we're also here at chapter 3 establishing civilian inmate prison camps on army installations 3-1 it is not army policy to solicit offers from correctional systems to establish civilian inmate prison camps on army installations nevertheless the army recognizes that these correctional systems may approach installations to what lease land on which to build corrections facilities or to lease unoccupied facilities like these abandoned malls and these abandoned railways the army will evaluate requests to establish established civilian in the prison camps on army installation on a case by case basis. What does this sound like? The deep underground military bases program converting your Walmarts into FEMA camps also when they become one of the only stores available when stuff does start hitting the fan and when a national emergency is declared. These prison camps will house minimum and low security inmates as determined by correctional systems. However, the Army's primary purpose for allowing establishment of these prison camps on the installations is to use the resident non-violent civilian inmate labor pool to work on least portions of the installation. If you go on to 3-3, it also talks about how they're going to be governed, which I find very interesting because a lot of this matches Chapter 4 if you look at the FM3-39.40 document, which you can find right here, internment and resettlement operations done in 2010 by who? Also by your Army and the Department of Defense. Very interesting and suspicious indeed. And mind you folks, when you take a look at this document, you'll see that what the civilian labor document came back out as early as 2005. So what, over 14 years later. But another part that's interesting to note is right here, chapter four, reporting and record keeping, where it talks about incident reports, media coverage, and then 4-3 talks about what they call record keeping, how installations will maintain records of their civilian inmate labor programs. These records will be used in higher headquarters efforts to assess program utility and assess the effectiveness of key management controls identified in Appendix D. And it talks about how they're going to keep these records and what they're going to be doing. Not to mention all of the media coverage also. But see, they already do that. You don't even need these. You don't even need all of this to do that because they're already doing it in America. America's already a prison camp because they're spying on you everywhere you go via your cell phone, via your technology, via your dishwasher possibly, via your smart TV and your smartphone. You want to know why it's so smart? Because your government's able to tell where exactly you are and track your every move based on it and they're secretly collecting everything about you and placing it in their secret vaults known as fusion centers and if you would like to learn more about those you can definitely look them up please seek Yahua and his true son yahusha because as you see there's so much going on and of course what the government likes to do is they like to keep people distracted with entertainment and not only that but they want people to forget about all of these things and to move on and not to focus on it but now that you're awake alert and aware of the world around you you also know what's to come. And not only that, but on this network, we also will be keeping you updated with the government shutdown and the outcome as of the 15th, along with some other things, because it's very important to understand the time we're in, including the 400 years. If you would like to know what I'm talking about, please take a look at some of the videos linked in the description box below. This is Truth Unveiled here saying, as always, Shalom.
2: I don't think these people are vote for this. And it's very much
4: out there if you want to look further into it. It's all there, hiding in plain sight.
1: Hardly any of them even know it, but some of them do. And they work off of the Kabbalah tree. Now there are many versions. The tarot emanates from the Kabbalah tree. Okay, you need to look into this stuff if you're so inclined. The two pillars, Jacquin and Boaz, outside of the temple, which I believe is what was being referred to in Ezekiel as the abominations at the gate of the altar. I just don't see how God could approve of them. And he tells Ezekiel to go into and see the above
4: oh, no. Red. So if you take away Sorry. the H, it's like new German. Still being used today. And they came from Germany, so the name is German. And I just showed you where the where the shields are today. You know, the keepers of the oath they call themselves. And the banks are there, the Templars, the power. Red child. The name is Switzerland. It's just another name for the Templars, Rotten. the red child uh, shield. I'm sorry, the red shield, right? No child, eh? The red shield. There it is. So don't say rock child anymore. Say red shield. Now what you're looking at right here, this is the Supreme Court building in Israel. And as you can see right there over on the left, that's an Illuminati pyramid with the sun symbol or the eye right there at the very top heard it in a years. Hi, and welcome to part five. D. Okay, I'm going to cover Tataria and world depopulation in the 1800s. New
2: channel, no cities old
4: Cities in the 18, late 1800s and orphans and repopulation in the cities. And why I think that's going on. Okay. Something that won't make you yell too much. Like. A lot of people have never heard of this, but there have been researchers scattered actually all over the world that put their research on YouTube, it's just amazing how this can happen now, uh, that have been looking into Tataria and finding old atlases and references to Tataria, and it was larger than supposedly Rome was. And so when you look at old atlases, like this one from 1628, You'll see Tartaria. It's a huge empire. You'll also see California as an island, which I do think it was underwater at that point. People think, or our scientists say, that all these changes that go on in the land happen very, very slowly over millions and millions and millions of years. Maybe some changes, but a hell of a lot of changes go on really damn quick. And that's why these maps are different. It's not because these idiots just copied from somebody else and, ooh, we just put the fantasy thing in there as well. It's yeah, right. So, interesting old maps. <laughs> Very interesting. There's a poll. Iceland and Tataria okay and here's another one way 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 the hell up north Hmm. I don't even remember Uh, from Google Earth but she's going
2: all the way back to the devils in the details
4: this shit's happened worldwide There's just little differences in dates. So what the hell happened? From 1800 to 1900, it really does look like we lost almost 90% of our population. We had a huge, huge amount of extinction level events. Not just one, not just one. Earthquakes and storms volcanoes, plagues, fires, comets, UFOs. Well, actually, a lot of UFOs were reported at that time. And in some villages, when plagues came out, they said there were UFOs hovering over them and creating a mist or leaving a mist. And then all of a sudden, a plague breaks out. Gee, isn't that interesting? Hmm. But yeah, no technology ever existed like that. Of course not. Anyhow earthquakes 1812 we know war is there the war is everywhere in 1816 we had the year without a summer some people think this could very well have been a nuclear winter (laughs) some people you know of course the officials say that it's a volcano it could be both those things aren't necessarily mutually exclusive okay and one thing that a lot of researchers don't know about is the Carrington event in 1859. Ooh, this we're getting was the time supposedly this a solar storm that happened that uh, set set some telegraph wires on fire and charged them up for days. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop her. Interesting. I'm gonna stop her. I see that she's
2: friends with Martin Leidke. Um, I hope that you Tatarian researchers will coordinate and nail down a timeline for everything. I love what she's doing with the timeline. We need to nail down this timeline and exactly what happened, how many different cataclysmic events that we think might have happened, and uh, try to put it in order. It's everything.
4: And if atmospheric energy was being used at the time, I wonder what this kind of solar flare would They've do to that kind of technology uh, and yes Atlanta sunk and defeated <laughs> this sounds crazy but I'll explain why I think that and what backs it up and then yeah major climate change maps change cholera pandemics but if you look at photos and I'm going to show you this from 18, late 1800s, most of the cities are almost completely empty. So, the Carrington event, all right, if you look into this, this was a solar flare, and if something like this happens today, oh boy, it would not be pretty, not be pretty on our technology. And it didn't affect much at the time, though. Uh, Some American stations took fire because it was junk laying around Um, a large body of Russian literature especially at high latitudes show correlations between magnetic activity and human heart rate variations studies on the relation between these observations and public health continue we are electromagnetic biological entities we have an electromagnetic field that is adversely affected or can be affected by healing fields but most of the technology that we have not good not good at all not good for us in our modern electricity not good okay uh, an increase of public drunkenness in the garden section in new orleans and just a slight increase of birth rate supposedly which That's kind of interesting because it's right around the time that there was, like, no one anywhere. But there were a lot of horrific things going on at this time other than this as well. Okay, so, yeah, that's a source (laughs) that I want to start looking up things on one of these days. Something to keep in mind. And here's another one. There are so many databases of scientific information available for anybody. It's incredible. Now, I don't go to a whole lot of blogs. I like having nice and official sources, but there are no official sources about this, and they're not looking into it either. Uh, But a few researchers are, and this is one article I came up with that was really interesting. I also heard From an oral account uh, that the floods in the United States happened in 1862 and 1863. Which makes me wonder if they were some kind of reaction to the Carrington event that happened. Caused disruptions on our planet. But people sure as hell just went nuts at this time. And then we have this list. Great Flood of 1862 affected Oregon, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, California, Mexico, Sonora, okay, and then supposedly California was underwater for six months. I would have figured we'd learn about that. We would have learned about that in school, but you don't see very many references to this. It's kind of hard to come across, but this is going on not just in the United States, but all in Europe and even in Australia. Everything's sunken. So there was like a second, well, there was a great flood, and then hundreds of years later, a couple hundred years ago, there were a series of shallow floods. Okay. Okay. I came across another reference to a flood from this document about the township of Rice, where my great-great-grandfather has a uh, mason watch from the Rice Lodge, a uh, pocket watch. Uh, over, I mean, it's just unbelievable, the human traffic. Wait a They're second. Making. So it says
2: there's uh, a whole thing. Over half the town was just with human trafficking
4: going on what the heck was going on in these days rice where my great great grandfather has a uh, mason watch from the rice lodge a pocket watch uh over half the town was destroyed by great by the great flood in 1866 and you don't i can't find much information about that at all you know i'm gonna have to end up going to local libraries and universities and trying to dig in the books
2: i wonder if there was actually this time
4: in europe and also i think this was going on a lot in the united states single women were forced to give up their babies in in ireland those poor women were thrown into nunneries and basically incarcerated but they were forced to give up their babies they weren't even allowed to keep them and at this time they were children being shuffled all over the world
2: to repopulate
4: sold off i mean it's just unbelievable the human trafficking that went on at this time and then this is
2: very important for my own reading that i did about you and for you uh and also what i've had confirmed by many many others that you think that this is about me and you think this is a game and you think that um, you, you really do think this is the best way to deal with this and what you don't understand is that not wrapping up this cycle in the amount of time that you're supposed to by your procrastination and what you're doing, you're, you're messing with something. I can't tell you exactly what it is. I don't re- I don't even remember everything that I saw. I mean there's so many so many readings that I did. But it's something about you that if you don't wrap this up with me, your karma is not healed. I am not making this up. I'm not making this up. I'm telling you for your own preservation that there's some things coming up for you which are not to your benefit by not wrapping up with you. Because what's going to happen is I've already cut you off really. But um, you're actually stuck. With what you're doing to me, the only person that it really sticks is you. And what's going to happen is that I'm going to move on and other stuff Is from that don't have anything to do with me is going to catch up with you. And it's going to be your undoing. And I've seen it already in your upcoming. I've seen it. I don't want to even say everything that I've seen. And I care about you enough to tell you. I know you don't believe me. Maybe you doubt that I'm gifted. Um, I've told you and shown people many, many times that I can sometimes the father will just give it to me where I pull it out of the air and I'll get right on it and I'm telling you that I see something I'm telling you that you need to deal with and you all these people in my head then you're aware of my sincerity that I don't have to make it up I've seen it and they've seen it many people have seen it the only person that doesn't see it is you have courage wrap it up take care of it and it will actually work out better than you could have hoped for me and for you it can have a positive outcome if you can just have the courage just like you facing your ex-wife and you know dealing with what you're supposed to pay or whatever that's not really my business but I mean, I have to know everything because I know you're not going to tell me and you're going to try to comment at me, you know, that it's all about relationship and love. And you think you're hiding these debts from me. And then you think that once I come into whatever my blessing is, that you're going to take from my blessing to pay your debt. And then you think that there's, you know, that the balance of the relationship is going to be okay with you still being basically uh a succubus you haven't been good enough to me to even want to uh sacrifice anything for you i'm i'm so sorry you know even right now i'm hurting and you're not lifting a finger and you're waiting forever and you're talking about oh i plan on doing this and this talk is cheap talk is cheap and if you don't deal with this with me to actually let me explain to you something in your fixing things with me making a positive attempt whatever it is that you're token or your whatever it is that you're going to do literally is going to get you some grace you need grace I don't know all the details of everything that you've been into and that what you've been doing, but you could use a heavy dose of grace. You really could. And it will help your karma with these other things that you've done tremendously to have one area. See, what happens is when it's just like me cleaning this room. What happens is when you tackle one thing, no matter how tired, no matter how draining, no matter how whatever, and then you sh- you struggle or whatever it is, and then you get it squared away. Then whatever else that you have to do, that's done, and it's out of your mind, and it's like you you it's like freeing up space in your phone. You know, all of a sudden you have a lot more space. You you have a little more lightweight, and you can kind of do things, and you can kind of maneuver. So you see now that you know being fair with your kids and with your family or whatever else responsibilities it didn't it wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be you thought it was going to be worse but because you you manned up it wasn't as bad as you thought it was well it's the same thing with me when you you know put the big pants on and you do what you're supposed to do with me so all the other things in your life people that are after you bad things. You will be surprised. The father works like that. You will be protected. You will be forgiven. You will find grace. You will get grace where you can compromise and be compassionate. And I'm not telling you anything that I'm not doing myself. I can't stand you. From what I've seen of your behavior and what you're doing. And I'm having, I was having a happy day. I just love my work and I I love what I'm doing. Whether they give feedback, no matter what the heck they do. I was feeling fantastic. And I stayed up all night doing that. And I did my standard. And then you, not once, but twice, did that. And you, you're like a child. It showed me. That showed me that you don't value my time and my energy. That these, these shows that I'm making, a lot of people don't understand. They don't get it. They just think it's a fairy juice, fairy dust out of the sky. And it's just random. No, 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 no. I'm working out a whole lot of things. And I'm, I'm able to have certain types of shows that I can use for my resume, for my bio. I don't have to explain that to the ignorant, that these people that are like, well, I don't understand your path. And if you don't tell me your path, then you must not have a goal. Because anybody that doesn't tell me anything must not be. No, idiot. I'm not going to tell you my plans You think I'm going to tell you my plans? Hell no, I'm not going to tell you my plans. And you're not going to see it in my thoughts either. You are not going to know. I'm going to keep every ball in the damn air. And by the time it comes down and hits you in the face, it'll be done. All right? Just know that. Because I've had it. I've had it with these people. I really, really have. And... I do know. I do know how I'm going to do and what I'm going to do. And I do know how to do what I need to do without telegraphing it to you. Yes, I do know how to do that. Ooh, it's another talent that you know know nothing about. Yes, you're going to discover it, that I got that ability. And no, it's not being inauthentic or whatever. It's called protecting what is mine from thieves. That's what it's called. You're not going to know until you need to know. I know. And that's all I need to know. And so I'm telling you. That you better stop worrying about me. And you better look at the trajectory that's in front of you. I know that's why you're upset. You are You keep trying to equate yourself with me. You are you and I am me. Whatever it is that you did, whatever is on you, that's on you. All these things that you feel, regrets and sad and all this stuff. I don't feel any of that. I really, really don't. Because I'm everything I wanted to be. I did everything that I, that I could possibly do in my environment with the idiots did what they did i did everything that i could possibly do with my uh state of being under the pressures that i was under and what i was dealing with with the level of support that i had i did the best that i could i don't have one regret i don't have one regret and i absolutely any area any lane that i decide to do i'm so fully in it I'm alive, I love it, I, I enjoy it, it's my fun time, it's my playtime, people get mad, oh, she's just, she's just messing around, she's just having fun, no, it's my work, but I enjoy it, and that's how I know, mm, that's what I'm supposed to be doing, because it's not a chore to me, it's like, yeah, let's do, you know, love it, love it, and now maybe you don't love what you do, And I'm not making fun of you. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying you could have a consultation with me. And I could talk to you about your path, what you're doing. I could look at your stuff, find out the areas, and innovate. And totally change your life. If I wanted to! But right now, I don't want to. Because of the way you're you're not doing right. You don't know what kind of blessing I could be in your life. Whatever little thing that you think you're giving me or whatever little thing you think you're going to impress the public with, whatever it is that you're doing is a pittance compared to the blessing that you would have had from the beginning had you done right by me. It's a pittance even now what I could bring to your life. And I don't mean by me hyping you on my show or anything like that. No, just me being able to make lemonade like my mother taught me. I could turn your lemon into lemonade if I, if I want to, if I'm out of love. When, I'm, when, I'm, when the Father gives me that, and I don't take that for granted. It's when he does. It, when and if that blessing happens. It's usually because I love something. In a positive way. When I feel good about something. Then, then, I, then something in me wants to heal it. Wants to heal. And put love into it. And that's when. That's when. He, that's when. That's when whatever it is happens it comes from love so everything that you're doing right now is not bringing me into the state of mind or putting my heart in a condition where i am like oh wow i care for him so much and i want to help him so much Right now, I just want to be as far away from you as possible. I'm not kidding. You know, you don't have to be a child. You don't have to be like um, any kind of attention is good. Atten- you, you don't have to be the mentality of my cat where he'll take the risk of me spanking him. Or being upset just so that you know I, I will deal with him you, you you have to have a higher mentality than, a, than an animal. you have to. and and why do I play Bonnie? I know she has foul language I know that she does I don't approve of it I don't approve of anybody and I don't like uh, its influence or anything. But why do I put by so that you can hear it from someone else's mouth? Because if I just say it, all these people are going to be like, oh, da, 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 da. they all of a sudden, all these people that know the scriptures and they know the Bible so well. And yet, when people talk about uh, have personal testimony of spiritual gifts, which the Bible talks about, they don't think anybody can have spiritual gifts. Nobody. They all of a sudden. That's null and void because it's outside of their, their, that maybe they never knew to anybody with spiritual gifts. Maybe they don't have any spiritual gifts. And so they can't possibly understand people that, you know, some people can, can, uh, draw or some people can, you know, decorate cookies, you know, and make it look like the real person on the cookie or whatever like that. That's like, that's a gift. There's people with spiritual gifts that depend on their spiritual gifts as much as somebody that can hit a tennis ball, or that can paint a picture, or that can, you know, drive a certain kind of vehicle that is you have to have a certain qualification to drive that vehicle. Some people are like that. You know, and and, and people don't understand, oh, it must be bad, or it must be Jesus No. It's a part of the spirituality. It's a part of serving the Most High. When when you're when you're, it's about it's about love. That's when that works. It's about love, and maybe maybe people don't understand. I'm trying to uh, make you understand, from what I understand, when I see somebody like Bonnie, hers seems to be activated. This is just what I see. It's love, but it's in a protective sense. So whenever someone's coming at her in different ways energetically and they're going after the child, they're going after her, whatever, whatever, that's actually when that kicks in. That protection is, is really a form of love, self-love and self-preservation and love of the child. And that's how it's activated. So she, she goes all the way with, with that energetically. That's what's happening there. Mine is, is, is a little bit different. Mine is totally different, let me just say that. But with me, whenever a blessing comes, meaning that I could see somebody and maybe they're doing something a certain way, you know, and I see the beauty in them. And then I start to get on their frequency and I start to love them, you know, and appreciate them and want the best for them and care for them. Then, then I can, then, then I see my imagination goes to, you know, how, how can this person be more beautiful? How can they grow, you know? And that, that's where that comes from. So that's why I always say when I like somebody, I'm amazed by what can happen. When, when, I, when I genuinely respect or care about somebody, and they don't have to be perfect, but when I have that, Sometimes I'm surprised. I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that I liked that person. But it comes out of loving my fellow human being and loving them as I would myself. That's what that comes out of. So if you want me to be able to get on some kind of wavelength with you, forget a relationship, just forget that. But just even a wavelength where we can talk over coffee or anything or just be in each other's presence. You keep violating that place from which any understanding or common ground would come. And maybe that's like a sick dysfunctional habit that you have with many, many people. Because if you're doing it with me, you're doing it with other people. I don't want that in my life. Oh, I I guess I can reveal to you how, how mine works. When people stress me and when they whatever, truth, truth will fly out of me and ricochet off of me and knock your eyeballs out. I will just, it will just start coming. It really will just start coming. That is my that is my the, the truth most seriously and, and it, it, you, you probably won't like it so don't do that to me because I don't want to really take that sword out I really don't want to I really don't want to but I will I will protect my energy people think oh just you know just keep getting just keep getting stabbed in the back no Energetically, you don't know what that is. That's that's like that's like being in the, the ring, like Muhammad Ali, or being in the ring with somebody and letting them knock, keep knocking you down and keep knocking you out, and you don't think at at some point you're gonna just not get up. And people are just sitting there. Well, how much can this person take? That is sick. And we all need to look at our society. If we're all sitting there to test somebody, to see how much they can take, that, the reflection of what that says, everything that you're doing in this experiment with me is a reflection on humanity and all of us and where we're really at. Don't be mad at the Illuminati because what you're doing here, this little experiment, is just as sick. It is the beginnings of that. It is the beginnings of this judgment on each other. On on a level where there's uh, where where we don't understand that the protections of um, traditions and of uh, formality, formality, like in Japan. How you have to address the father a certain way. You have to address the teacher a certain way. You have to have a certain, uh, there's just certain language that you can use. There's just certain manners of being with zones that you just don't go into. That in this country, in movies, and in we heard, I don't know if I put everything, I think I uploaded everything, even though they messed up the order. If you've been listening to the piece that I've been getting from RFG, RFG and actually No More News this morning. No More News did something on the music industry where they said this music, you know, um, making people go to levels in their anger, in their disrespect, in their uh, dealing with each other, teaching the black community. That they should respond in certain ways in all kinds of situations each song is like some kind of little allegory or a little situation where they're programming men when you're in this situation with this type of woman or you meet that type of woman this is how you should act when you're dealing with this way this is how They're mantras and they're very powerful even if they just a three minute song and you say it's just a song but you're listening it in your inner ear over and over every day all day while you sleep in fact when you walk when you're in your subconscious it's going into your subconscious people are like oh she only listens to uh, you know soul music from this era to this era and she's not much into this era yeah it doesn't mean that I'm any less soulful it means that I don't like The vibrations and the, um, I don't like the narratives of certain periods in so-called black music. I don't like it. I don't accept it. It's not a part of me. It's not a part of my experience. And we as a a culture need to be like, no. And, And you know what? White people, black people did not create that. We did not create that. It's the people with the money that decided the narratives, that have white people writing those songs, even Ebonics. We didn't even come up with all the Ebonics. They are writing this stuff. And then we have people that are interpreting it and we're crediting them as songwriters and as poets, and they ain't writing nothing. They didn't write not one word came from these people and they're winning all these prizes and they're getting all of these awards they didn't write anything and it's more than the rap I'm not just gonna go in on rap it's you know cuz it's not all of rap rap had a positive consciousness in the beginning they it was hijacked it was hijacked and there was something else what else was it culturally the cartoons somebody was saying was, was hijacked with the mentality of the perversity and the things that they're saying were almost like you look at a little kid's cartoon and it has that double entendre where an, an, an adult or a pedo would, would respond to it. What, there was one more thing. It wasn't just rap. Um, what was it? Gosh, it wasn't rap. It wasn't music. Oh, The Housewives of Atlanta whereas basically, you know, uh, uh, all transgender men that are portraying women in these roles, wives of Atlanta, and women are sitting at home looking at these men that are gorgeous after their surgeries and everything that they've had, and they are portraying an image of women that is not positive for women that are having families. It's not positive and they're thinking that it's all about the narcissism, it's all about how they look, it's all about the surgeries, it's all about uh how much money that the man has. That these are not real, I mean, these are not women that have families, that had children coming out of their bodies. Okay? It's a false, it's false. Yes, it's it can be fun, but it's it, it's really sad that we have a culture of people. No more news, you know. I, I feel like he's controlled the opposition, but he did an excellent job. When it's excellent, I got to say it's excellent. He went in this morning and he was really trying to show that I felt he showed what was being done. And then he kinda said, This is this is what we took how we processed the lies. Do you understand? Like in the way that he seemed to be saying it was like take responsibility for the fact that yes, that was a lie, but people chose to model themselves and their lives off of these fake people and fake situations. And they know that there was a change from what it was to what it became. We all know. We know it. But we're not conscious of it. And I appreciated the way that that, I, I, I really appreciated the way he did that interview. And I, I'll say that, you know, I, I, I don't know where he's coming from. I don't know. all. I, I just tell you honestly how I feel. But he did a good job with that because that's exactly what people have done. Where they see a face that looks like them. Whether it's on television. Where, where, anywhere. Even if it's in these fake psyops. Okay, I see right now. In the YouTube situation. I saw a fake. What felt fake to me. Racial situation. Where these two white guys. You know, and they weren't. I mean, I hate to say it. They're not really white. They're like, you know, some kind of ambiguous european whatever and um they supposedly beat this black construction worker just because he tried to tell them that it was a construction scene first of all what construction scene is working at night and there's only one person working with wet concrete where were the other workers when these two people supposedly came out and did this and then i saw Uh, It wasn't the usual people that I look at uh, in urban media, you know, that say things. It was some channel that I never really saw before and people were going in on it, you know. And so what I'm saying to the melanated out here is, yes, some egregious things have been done. Yes, we know what our heritage is. We have the right to claim it, whatever, whatever. But us jumping in on PSYOPs. Very slow your roll slow your roll because that's exactly what they want We, I don't think any of us want to see this country go down and wh- why am I saying this in the context of my ex and everything because I'm just trying to, I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about this card that I keep getting temperance temperance you have a right to feel however you feel when somebody does something against you. And when you're in your house by yourself, you can talk it out. You can rap it out. You can poet it out. You can act a monologue out. You can write something in your phone. You can talk to your phone. You can you can do whatever it is to take to, to get that out of you. Because let me tell you something, keeping it in, that's worse if you have something that's festering. And so, you know something's just da, na, 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 and you keep holding it in. That's also, it's not healthy. And if you think you can just tell somebody somebody's kicking you every day, you you have a child in school and someone's beating your child every day, and your child is too afraid to say anything, and you think you just tell your child to suck it up, that is gonna be bad. At some point in time, that kid is gonna go off. So don't tell people that are dealing with situations, oh, just hold it down, oh, just whatever, and you as a member of society don't feel that you have to do anything to make sure that fairness is applied. Because when that kid goes off by hitting somebody, some old lady upside the head in the street someday because he was beat up every day of his life, then you don't wanna understand and he's just an animal human being and he deserves to be incarcerated. No, where were you with the the teacher parent-teacher relationship? Where were you, somebody in the after school, in the church, somewhere where these kids can talk to somebody? When you have, we have all these young men that have gone through all different kinds of painful experiences. I know my ex has had painful experiences. I have enough empathy in me. I don't want to see him hurt. I really don't want to see him hurt. And I know that what he's doing, I know that he might be a little scared. I know you might be a little scared. And you want to hold on to me and you see me as somebody that might have something. And so you're you're just going to lean on to it. That's not the way to build true stability. It's not the way. It's what you're doing. And believe me, I know. It's a temporary fix. It's a temporary fix. You have to go in at the bottom level see what's a mess and piece by piece by piece put it in order and put it together i could be sleeping right now i could be resting but i'm talking to you this is this is how when people don't understand or why i'm tired the next day or why i'm drained Do you have somebody in your doing this to you? Because if you don't have anybody doing this to you, you don't know what this kind of harassment is. And interference with your energy and your every... Imagine, I want everybody to imagine. Everybody has one, no matter how perfect your life looks on social media, everybody has one person that rubs them the wrong way. Whether it's your mother-in-law, somebody at church, a teacher, a parent, a, a sibling. Everybody has one person that just is on a different vibration. And your two energies do not need to be sharing long amounts of time together. Now imagine that that person, that you have this tumultuous relationship with imagine if that person is being given some kind of authority over something in your life imagine if that person works at the bank where your money is they're processing your checks or they're they're making your food in a restaurant or they're fixing your car or they're doing whatever it is that they're doing and you know that it's that person. And there's nothing you can do about it. And then you have to enter. What if you're forced to spend time with that person and deal with that that person's dysfunction when you're in the midst of you come home from a hard day and you got to deal with this person? You're not married to them. They're not your child. They don't. They're not your employer. But somehow... It's like you know what it's like? I I'm trying to think of the name of that movie where Michael Keaton moved into somebody's apartment and he was just like from hell. I forgot who it was. It Meg Ryan's apartment. Um it's just like god, you just can't get rid of this person and they will make up so much stuff. And you just you just feel like the people in your life they don't understand why you're freaking out. They, they're looking at you like you're crazy. Well, he seems like a nice enough guy. He brought us a, a, a fruitcake. And uh, he seems so nice. And he even did this on, on your behalf. Because, because he knows you. He did this for us. And they, they've got everybody fooled. They've got everybody fooled. If that was your daughter... Dealing with somebody like that in their lives. And you are the parent or the grandparent. And you see somebody in your... If I was your daughter. Would you have the same attitude? The things that you say about me. The attitudes that you have. Well, she can just, she can just do that. Or she should just do this. Oh, she should just pray. And that'll just... You know, all these kind of just she can just whatever if I was your you, you, you talk about Christianity and he says love your neighbor as you love yourself so I am your daughter and your daughter is going through everything that I'm going through right now what do you do as a parent what, how do you protect me as an aunt as an uncle as someone that a godparent how do you protect somebody that is going through what i'm going through would you tell your god niece would you just be like oh just go through would 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 you do something would you would you say something or would it just be like oh oh she can just she can just endure just just endure another month just endure another or would you say I don't want my daughter being around a psychopath or whatever the hell this kind of narcissist person is I don't want her dealing with that for not one second that's how you'd be with your loved one that's how you'd be with your grandchild why am I any different and then if I stand up for myself and I say, you know what, I don't have anyone to intercede for me, but the God above and the, the, the ability that he put in me to speak to truth. That, that's, the, that's the gift that he gave me. That's all I have. What would you do if, I, if your daughter was in my situation where somebody was garnishing her check, where everybody in the world was able to just look at her naked body anytime that they want to and then say nasty and dirty things and constantly with the, the weight loss BS that's on the thing and insensitive things every day, all day till it's like water torture. Imagine if that's on your daughter. And she can't tell anybody about it because if she tells anybody about it, they either think she's crazy, two, having a pity party, or three, just don't want to hear bad news. And so she's dealing with it by herself. And so, yeah, she might gain a little weight, and then that makes it worse. That's your daughter. What are you going to do? Because if you think... That they're just doing this on me. And it's not something that they're going to do to other people. This is just a practice. They're looking to see if our humanity and society is going to accept this. Because do you know what this is a step away from Christians? This is a step away from stoning the woman. Stoning the women remember how they used to be like, oh, that, that that man that woman put her husband away or she did something bad and, and, and nobody had to prove she she didn't have a court of law. She couldn't come back and say anything. They just stoned women. That's what they did. And that's that's how they came after me. That's how they came after me with all my accolades, with all my talent that. You you didn't know all the talents I had because I'm freaking humble, and I didn't put on blast every little thing that I could do. Oh, so had I done that, then they wouldn't have persecuted me and murdered my mother or whatever else the hell that they did. And then you wouldn't have done what you did. Y'all need to wake it the hell up. This is a litmus test, with me and my life. It is a litmus test. On what we as human beings, what we are willing to watch our fellow human being go through. And we're watching it like a television show. And it is no better. We are no better than the Society of Caligula. Where they had people in, in a, 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 you know, the, the, the Coliseum. In the middle of the Coliseum and thousands of people watching. And there's, there's you know, like Daniel. And there's, uh, they released the wild lions on people. You're no better than the people in the cloning center. You're no better. If you can say, well, she can just whatever. If you don't see me as yourself. That you could be me. And that could be you. If these people win and get the society that they want to have. And then once AI is in, who who are you going to complain to? A computer? You're going to explain and rationalize to a robot? Is a robot going to have compassion on your children? This is the society. It's already here. It's not, it's coming. It's already here. And I'm living it. And I'm telling you, I could not go to the police. The police, the police didn't, couldn't, they, they thought a 200 pound man that I was the threat over a 200 pound man that had already knocked somebody out and had a record for knocking somebody the hell out. That is the society that we're living in. And we're in a stupor, waiting around for somebody in the corrupt government that smiles in our face, that we think is in our party, that's going to get to the bottom of it. And everything, we'll just wait and see. Well, honey, we'll just wait and see how it all plays out. You're going to wait and see. And you're in for a big ass surprise. And that's all I'm going to say about it. That's all that is safe to say about it. Because if you sit on your ass and you do nothing and you wait for people in a corrupt government to self-correct, I'm telling you that it's not going to happen. People don't know what to do. People are stupefied. And I'm telling you, you think that all the laws are in place because you are not being hurt. It's okay if it's me being hurt. It's okay if it's people of color. Well, it's those people. It's those people, you. It's okay for the way people are being starved in Venezuela and all these are in Haiti and all these other places. You're totally fine. You don't have to think about it until they start marching up to your door. Until the problem. Comes to you And you don't want to deal with it You don't want to see it You don't think it's your problem No, what they practiced in these other areas Like Venezuela That's what, they know that it works And now they definitely can do it on you They pulled it off in Katrina They can pull it off in any state in the union You people are sleeping at the wheel don't let my my everything that I'm going through be in vain because God is trying to get your attention. I am you. I am you. We are about to go to a cashless society. You've already seen what... Uh, third parties, when they get jealous, when they get mad, they, they have some, how they get the privilege of doing what they do, I don't know, but what are you going to do when you don't have white privilege anymore? I hate to say that, but what are you going to do when they no longer care, when they don't really need the caste system, that, that any slave is as is good or is it's no different from any other slave? And they don't need the caste system anymore. What are you going to do when it's you? What are you going to do? You really should think about it.